All right, everybody, Spencer Gresses here, and uh, today with another episode of our Staff Talks podcast, Let's Forecast the Future. Well, today I have Carla Ferber here, our global CMO, and we're going to talk a lot about AI applied in marketing. We're going to talk about this most recently beautiful campaign um, that is out there. Um, talking about Stefanini and our AI capabilities. We're going to talk a lot about what AI is doing and can do even more for marketing. But um, before that, you guys know me. We're going to explore a little bit of uh, Carla. But first of all, Carla, thanks for being here. You, um, you are the, um, the, you know, the, the intellectual creator of this podcast. Uh, we talked a long time ago. You guys put this together. You always being with me behind the cameras and behind the uh, the, um, the microphone. But now you are in front line, and then you now you are you know you are my target now. So uh, <laughs> thanks for coming, Carla. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go in and and uh, hit the road. I'm always talking to our folks here. Um, who is Carla, right? Um, what made Carla that we know today? Um, what made Carla, you know, the marketing professional leader, etc. So I want to explore first Carla outside of uh, professional career. Um, so who are you? Who am I? I think I am someone that likes to live. I think I like people. Uh, I like to laugh. I like to smile. I like to be happy. So I like yeah. to find how how we interact with people. I think people are fascinating. Uh, they're the good and the bad ones, right? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, uh, I like to interact with people. So Carla, it's um, it's someone that likes people. It w was always like this. So yeah. uh, s since growing up as a kid. Yeah, I will, uh, I'm a twin, so by being a twin, you're always sharing everything. Okay, so here's the first folks. So there's <laughs> another Carla out there. <laughs> no, it's totally different. We're oh, really? totally different. Okay. We don't even look like friends, not oh. even sisters. All right, okay. No, we are... Very so you grew up with a family of how many kids? Oh, we have four. Okay, we have four. four. And uh, being you and... Uh, me and Paula, we are the twins, the older twins. Okay. Then I have a brother, Felipe, he's the one year younger. Okay. Then I have Marietta, she's four years younger. Okay, all right. And I, I think my parents, um, they tried to allow us to be who we were, who we wanted to be, and then uh, they gave us a lot of... Um, um, what is the word in English? I can't find it. I can't find it even in Portuguese or, or English. But we're all very creative in our way. Mm. So we all work with something that allows you to develop who you are and look at things very differently. My twin sister, she's a shoe, she's a shoe designer. Okay. Uh, my brother is a psychologist. He's a, a little more different. But he's uh, out of the box. He works in a, I would say, a little unorthodox un way because okay. he looks and he's always teaching too. The youngest one is also a designer. She's... Um, uh, a designer. She does uh, furniture. She does uh, all different kinds of the uh, uh, um, decors and a mix between designing and architecture. Okay. So a lot of us are work with a creative. So well, 
you know, be, because we know a little bit each other, um, and I've heard some stories, and I, I, I found you know fa fascinating. Um, you told me once that you told your daddy, "I want to learn how to drive," and he was like, oh, "Okay, you want to drive? All right." So you first, you're gonna learn how to change a tire, uh, and then he left the house one day and give you a task of changing a tire of one of the big car yeah. uh, and then here's you like a teenager girl you know doing uh dealing with the tools and and no, he stuff. took one of the tires out so oh I he had took only, out yeah, okay yeah, only four <laughs> so tell me about tell me about not only the uh, the, the that experience but then how uh that thing contributed to uh, your creativity and also your hands-on artistic thing because I know you enough to see that you paint, you do sculpture, um, you, you do a lot of manual things by yourself, you, f you fix things, etc. You have your uh, toolbox in the house. So you explore a little bit that, how, how all of that, it's building you up to be a leader, you know, in the industry today? I think if you, uh, if you look at my personality and the ways I was raised, um, uh, I, I, I like to disorganize the organization, but I need to have a routine and, and, and I hate the routine too, but I need to plan. So there is, I, I believe there is no, it's not wrong for you to change your mind, change your mind based on something. So, but I need to know where I'm going. I need to have a set and a goal to know where I'm going. And that's okay if I receive different insights and I change and I change and I change. And uh, getting out of the routine is very, very important to me. I mean, uh, I think I, um, I got married and, and I'm divorced and I think my marriage just ended because uh, it was a lack of uh, excitement. It was just the day by day of um, having the, the, the routine killing your life, killing mm. the excitement and the creativity that I need to have it in my life. So um, my dad was very restrict, and my mom was very, it's very creative. So I think the mix of both, but my dad always said, you need to be happy. My dad never came to me and said, how, uh, how was your day? I mean, he did, but, but I mean, most of the days, he would come by the end of the day, how happy were you today? Mm. So he was very, not easy, he wouldn't hug me, he would like, tap me on the back, mm -hmm. but he wanted to be more emotional, but he didn't. So I always saw him struggling to try to be emotional, but being very rational. So okay. I think my life, I try to, I am rational, but I am emotional at the same time. So I plan how to be emotional, I plan how to be rational. So it's okay. a mix of both. Even marketing, I see that our job in marketing is to transform colors into numbers because everything needs to be profitable. But you need to transform that image, that brand perception, that marketing activities that you, you put together on an advertising campaign, on a social media, into numbers. Mm -hmm. Because why am I doing all that if I don't bring turn that into revenue? So, which is a little bit how I see life too. I see life, uh, I mean, we have to be plan and, and be rational, but you have to be happy and fun because what's the, the point of leaving so, if so, you're not fun? So, so you're like the mix, the mix of mom and dad type yeah. of thing. So we I'm all know now, folks, the, that, that <laughs> military <laughs> hand of the discipline and the stuff. <laughs> you know, is it's dad, uh, you know, bringing up to Carla. Okay, so, you, whoa, you said something about already. So you said, okay, I got married, uh, 
and then you know got uh, eventually got divorced etc uh you said that you're twin and then i had twins too voila <laughs> <laughs> so twin, twins is fun. There's a, 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 of course, everything in life has the good and the bad side of it. But twins, you're always sharing. You never have a moment just for yourself. It's always because so you, you knew, you knew. What do you mean you knew? You you live there, so yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so, have you tried to do something different? So Mel and Uma were like at least experience something a little bit different? Yeah, I, I think my, yes, I'm trying, of course, you always try to improve, right? Yeah, so of course. my parents, I think in that sense, they were really cool because society uh, hopes and expects you and your sister to be the same, to talk at the same time, to walk at the same time, to be, so mm -hmm. through life, I, 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 it was really funny because there was moments where I was in the hype and then my sister was low, so let's say uh, I just I started doing university and then uh, and then I decided to change and my sister no she was at JV one of the best ones she was like oh poor Carla she's really undecided almost Polly's great da, da, da. then I get a job and I get to Unilever oh Carla I always knew Carla's amazing pa poor Paula now she's searching where to go so there's a moment where society is always putting you up and down but my parents in that sense, they were always the ones that would respect a little more who we were. You don't have to walk exactly at the same time. You don't right. have to talk at the same time. You are different people. So, of course, a little bit for what you expect from teenagers especially is the same. But they didn't really demand exactly the same thing from us. So that helped, despite the society that was like banging on you to be equal, my parents allow us to be a little different. Of course, I want to do more for my daughters because they are totally different oh yeah i can tell they are I totally can, totally different <laughs> if you met if you met uma and mel you're never gonna guess they are sisters never yeah. never never so i tried to raise them and to allow them to develop whatever made them happier and and allow them even when they test you so one of my daughters was testing to like let me know and, and put in front of me something that she knows I'm not going to like it. I was like, okay, yeah, it's up to you. limits, yeah, testing. It's, if you, it makes you happy, you can do it. And she keeps pushing. I was like, that's fine. I will accept you, whatever you want to be. So, yeah, I think uh, having a moment with each other, so I also tried. It's not easy. Uh, I moved to U.S. when they were 10, and then it's just me and the girls. Uh, their father is super cool, it's super nice, and they're always online, a digital dad, not mm -hmm. as much as in person. So, but I... I always had to be with them, even when you're going to do your nails and they're small, didn't want to go, they had to be with me. But I tried now to have a moment just with one of them, travel like three or four days just with them, right. travel with the other one, so we can have a little bit of a, just a me time, me and my mom, because you never have. Yeah, but, but well, ju just to close that chapter, they are now, you know, out in college, right? And, uh, you know, kind of an empty house now. Well, yeah, not, not totally, yeah, yeah. not totally, because you're 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 like you're you're a host of of Brazilians that always try to uh, come here and experience the American life and. and I, study, I think so. it's not it's not one of the things you're asking who I am. I think one of the my 
things that my parents did with us is uh, really important was to have that international experience and embracing everyone oh, and everyone. Right. So when I was 16, I lived in, uh, in, um, in, in Australia as a Rotary Exchange yeah. So we are four kids. All of us lived abroad. My sister in Austria, my brother in Switzerland, my other sister in the U.S. And when we were 13, we, had, we were like uh, exchange students in Argentina, and then my sister, 14, in Switzerland. We had over 36 different people living with us when we were growing up from different countries. So that made all of us learn a different language and have experience being exposed. And embracing cross-culture and diversity, yes. right? Yes. Okay. We had people from India, from Canada, from Finland, from all the different countries living with us. My younger brother and sister, they learn English by, just by having people living with us. So they chose countries there where they could learn mm-hmm. uh, German or French, a different language. So that exposure to different cultures, I think, made a little bit of who I am. That's why I liked also to live abroad. Yeah. and and. It builds part of your character and who you are. No, and you can see that because now just moving to your, you know, uh, position and responsibilities here at the Stefanini Group, you got to think globally, right? You got to think about Stefanini brand, and we'll talk uh, about this in a second, but you got to be able to understand how is Stefanini in India, in Romania, in Chile, in Sao Paulo, in various parts of Brazil, and in US, in Canada, uh, in China, in the Philippines. I mean, we're all, all over the place, and, um, and the brand's one brand, uh, but at the same time, it has to have the local flavor, so mm-hmm. to speak. So I'm seeing now that the, balance that, between that, that, that foundation created since mm-hmm. s- since teenaging and experience and living and uh, going out and seeing things different and how that contributes to what you do today? Because you have to respect the local needs, but at the same time, we are one. So the same way with my daughters that I have to allow them to be who they are, but the life values are the same. So I have to teach them right and wrong and allow them to be. So it's the same thing with, with human behavior, but the same thing of uh, understanding different cultures, respecting the differences, mm-hmm. but at the same time, having a balance between, we are one brand, we are one yeah. positioning. So we, as Stefanini, what's the limit of how we impose who Stefanini is? And then we respect as much we have differences because we are different human, be- human beings. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, Let, let's, Let's uh, change, you know, switch gears here uh, to marketing, right? Of course, you, you have been in marketing. You just told us uh, since Unilever, you know, a long time ago, etc. And and you are leaving this new uh, era of marketing and 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 the martech and and the digital marketing and everything. So, how you see the evolution of marketing? And how, you know, is different today than how it was 10 years ago? And, and then how Stefanini is leveraging all the technology available today for professionals on the market a- marketing area um, to help in, uh, you know, brand awareness, uh, you know, the, the, the brand maintenance and, 
and supporting sales because you know people sometimes think about marketing only on you know the brand thing or only events and and you know marketing is way more than that and there's a big big arm of the marketing especially here at Stefanini that supports the sales process supports the business so I can tell you that from my experience in Stefanini I never saw a marketing department so close to the business in a B2B company. Of course, B2C, normally you talk about marketing and sales. So in, in B2C, it's, it's super linked, it's super, you know, uh, together. In a B2B company like us, the way that we position mar marketing uh, to support and be part of the sales process, you know, from the very beginning to the very end of the thing, I wanna, I wanna, you know, take take on your brain and how you see the evolution and and the differences and how technology is playing on this now, influencing your day to day, your team's day to day, the the way that you strategized everything that, that we are thinking about. So let us know about the marketing and the technology on, on the companies. Uh, when we're talking about traditional marketing and digital marketing, I think we still have it today, the media channels that we, and the, some activities that we do based on, on traditional and digital. The difference is 10, 15 years ago, we would have like 80% of our time more uh, on traditional and then 20 now it's the opposite the other way around some of the companies some of us have a hundred percent on digital but the way when we think about marketing what marketing is we we want to build brand image awareness visibility and generate support sales because we're all here to sell but why would you build a brand image and have visibility so you can have more people wanting you could be your products, could be your services, could be your solutions, but wanting to work with you, wanting to buy your products. So it's, it's two sides. It's more emotional and, and, and tangible and more realistic because we talk about awareness and then lead generation, which mm -hmm. is really, of course, there is a way more, but the big chunk of things that we have to do it. So when we are thinking about that and and the way that I see the big shift today, it's marketing became more rational. And again, so I would say before we would get colors only to transform into numbers. Today we have the job of getting numbers and transforming to colors today also. Mm -hmm. Because I have so much data and how do I work with data? Because when we are talking about the digital visibility and when we are talking about how to be visible, I have social media, I have streaming, I have audio, they have so many different media channels. Mm -hmm. These bring me so much data. How do I use so when that you data? Rational, you're saying data driven. Data driven. Ah. I have to transform data into decisions. So a data and a, a, the data that I'm getting it, it's going to allow me to create a new post, a new ad, a new message, a new how do I approach? Or it could be B2B or even B2C. Doesn't matter. But uh, it could be the behavior in the store, or it could be the impact of a solution. How I presented a case to a client for him to decide that Stefanini has capability mm -hmm. to serve me also to work with me to co-create with me on my next problem mm -hmm. so uh, 
it is the way I, I, I use the tools that are in my toolbox in front of me is different and we have different weights of uh, how to do it before and now. And so now I use, I have, because I have media data, a lot of media channels and a lot of tools that I didn't have that before, I do more in less time. So uh, using the advertising information and the behavior that I have, I can follow uh, track it track of my leads of my target accounts what are they doing because I always say the same thing talk to the right person at the right moment about what the person wants to hear and then we have a meeting but if you talk to me like now about cybersecurity I was studying cybersecurity two months ago I don't want to talk to you so and I'm not the cyber person let's say or are you talking about it yeah so talk to the right person about what the person wants to hear when I want to hear so, so what I have saying is that that so, so what is so it's such a great topic, and I agree with you. I, I personally hate when I'm bombarded by something that that's not my interest. I'm not looking yeah. for that. So like I tend to ignore. Well, we the see lead. so much information. Yeah, the lead ignore right away, and I'm creating now an image of the certain companies that I don't like. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, I don't like. Now, what we are doing here at Stefanini to be precise and not be that that, uh, you know, boring company that keeps sending you noise and bugging you with something that you're not interested to uh, talk So about. working together with, with sales is extremely important. So that's why we need to work with the target accounts together with our target audience and then, but not only that, I mean, it seems simple to talk about sharing information and governance, but it's not. We have so much information, so much data, so much work process, and we are growing so fast that even, we have to give information and support to sales for them to prospect, a, a, a smart prospect. Mm -hmm. So when we think about marketing and sales, we are a connection. We are arm to arm because we talk in a massive way and sales talk in a more uh, one to one. Okay. So we, we should be talking the same message and the same thing. So we're all searching for leads and opportunities, sales and marketing. We are talking massive, we're giving, we're building image, and then sales is also, besides that, designing a solution that fits your needs. What is your problem? So we go more massive, more broader, sales go in more details, and tailoring it in more one-to-one -to, -one to talk to Spencer specifically, mm -hmm. or to whoever is it. So when we have those messages and this link, we need to make sure that we are informing and maintaining sales updated of, hey, this guy downloaded a brochure. This one, he navigated our webpage on about this topic, the brochure about this topic. So the synchronism about the activities of what the leads that becomes a contact and what they're doing in real time on that, like the time manner, and that, so that it seems easy, it's not, because we have so many MarTechs, we have so many tools, so many apps. We need to coordinate and orchestrate correctly all this data and then to make navigation and comprehension easy. Because today we all get so much information. It could be external or it could be even internal for the sales teams. They receive tons of uh, emails and messages and this, and how do I prioritize what I need to? So that is what we need and we always struggling and trying to have the best journey and, and the flow of information and support between the two areas on how we're doing it. And, and I guess it's a, it's a challenge as well as a, as a, as a mission uh, to uh, 
you know, the marketing departments uh, to keep that consistency of message, right? How yeah. you make sure that our websites and our social channels are conveying the same message that our sales, pre-sales people are also talking about when they are meeting in a one-on-one. I love you explain, hey, we go massive. These guys on sales, they go one-on-one. But doesn't matter, message needs to be the same, right? So how you take care of that and making sure uh, that, or at least working towards that, the <laughs> message, it's always the same. We Our business is constantly evolving too. On so top of that, that the, the portfolio and the solutions are changing yeah, all the time. So that's why I love, actually I used to work with consumers and then I, I work with B2B and I think technology is amazing because you have to study and, and learn constantly. So everyone from marketing to sales, we need to love learning because whatever we are selling, it's changing. So it's very challenging because we have to write and provide materials that we'll have to give that first layer of knowledge about our sales team to have a huge portfolio to sell. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to be expert on everything. Awesome. So we need awesome. to provide materials. So in marketing, we have expert solutions, uh, experts uh, that content developers buy solutions that will create materials that are going to be easy and quick to digest, to learn. To, and these materials also were in the different phases of the buying journey, so mm -hmm. awareness, discovery. So we have all these studies that we create materials for the different moments. And we also allow sales, support sales, to have a better comprehension. And we are talking the same language when we're talking about cybersecurity, about AI, about uh, workplace, uh, marketing, whatever we are selling as a solution. So we have to provide this material for them and to be consistent in how we are telling the story and even how we're selling. Cause we're Stephanie, we're solutioners. We want to solve our clients' problems. So that's our approach also, how we talk to our target audience and how our sales team, so we have to train and work together with them. Mm -hmm. So they also learn under different segments and in different industries, what kind of questions, how do I approach a client to talk about their problems? And then our clients have to understand and trust that when we are talking to them, we will figure out which best technology will solve your problem. So don't talk about technology. And that's a little even easier for us if you really understand about automotive, if you understand about these different challenges by industry, by retail, by the manufacturing, that's gonna help you understand because it's part of your day by day. And then pre-sales can come on board and go in more in depth to try to design a solution for your specific problem. So that material, that communication, creating battle cards and creating eBooks and e-videos and uh, all the different materials will align our speech, message. marketing and sales mm -hmm. and message the same. Right. But we are always creating also advertising campaigns that will drive people to want to know materials about that solution. So yeah. different materials and different contents that we create, but we need to constantly and we are redesigning even the way that marketing works to better support sales now mm -hmm. and to be even closer to sales on the day by day because my goal is really to support sales to a smart prospect of course of course you you <clears throat> because you mentioned you know that we are uh, solutioners visionaries and then we help our clients to solve their business challenges and problems, etc. So you gave me a perfect segue uh, 
to go and talk about the brand, our brand, right? Stefanini brand, Stefanini group brand. So we, we were talking prior to that, right? And I think you personalized by, you know, the entire global group that you lead and nobody, nobody does anything alone, but you're, you, you represent the guardian, guardian of the brand. So how you explain that? What, what, why the brand is so important? And, and, and why the brand needs to be cared in the way it is and nurture and, and, and guard. And sometimes we put ourselves into conversations that no, this is, can't be done because go against the brand. So can you uh, elaborate a little bit on, on, on this, the brand? So we're marketeers, we're a little bit arrogant in a sense that we, we're saying that we build a brand to help you to talk about what you want. Because when, and, and let me paraphrase that with consumer goods because it's a little easier and then I can make a parallel to the B2B. But when you're gonna be uh, buying a shoes, so instead of going to the store and say, I need a pair of shoes that will allow me to run and then not have my feet hurt, that you say, I need a Nike. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to say, I need a shoe that I, I have a problem on my feet and I, my step to the left side, so I need a comfortable shoe that allows me to stay standing up all day. You need a camper. So the brand associates two or three words that describe the adjectives. Mm -hmm. So the same thing, I need to work with a provider that's transparent, that's going to trust, that's going to be forever with me. So I need Stefanini. So those two or three words on cars, it's easy. I, if I talk about Volvo security, if I talk about luxury BMW. So this is the building a brand is the same if you're consistent and you're efficient. You, you name a brand and you're going to describe, associate two or three ad adjectives that describe the brand. Mm -hmm. It's a way to describe your needs through the brand. So when we are building our, our brand and making sure that it's very concise and, it, and everyone has the same comprehension, mm -hmm. and we have to be careful because we're normally established and we write, we have different tools. We, we create the brand positioning statement, we create the bullseyes, all the different uh, ways that marketing has to build a brand, but it stays in-house. You have to make sure that once you create and establish who your brand is, you are putting that information externally out there in a concise way that everyone can understand correctly. So right. creating the brand guideline, creating a clear brand positioning, and training and making sure that the 37,000 employees understand it correctly and they can replicate, they become brands and brand ambassadors. This is why you, you always say you cannot attach anything to the brand because could hurt what we have been building for 36, 37 years almost. Gotcha. Um, two more things and they are, they are, uh, they are linked. AI in marketing, conce conceptually wise, and then does beautiful campaign that Stefanini just put out there about AI. You imagine we did it. Can you walk us through? Yes, of course. So that, that campaign, this campaign made us uh, change a lot who, the way we work. 
Um, and it's made, making us rethink and redesign how each one of us in the marketing department works. Um, so AI came to make us revisit the way we do things. And then instead of starting from zero, we can use AI to make us start from 40%. And then it's we a, normally... A great accelerator. Uh, yeah, it's a great accelerator. And normally we, we harvest a lot of information, we put that together, and the analytic portion, the, the thinking process part, we are already so tired that we, we give less importance for that. Uh, on, doesn't matter what you're doing, whatever. The governance takes over, and the analytics, which is the way where it gives you creativity, we don't spend as much. AI is going to allow us to spend more time on the analytics and the creativity. So the human creativity is extremely important. It's what's going to differentiate all of us in anything, in any job role, not only marketing, in anything what we do. So using AI, it's going to... That's what I keep saying to everyone in, in my team. Repetitive tasks, the machine will do it. The thinkable tasks is what we will do it. So think about it. What is your problem today? We can be augmented by AI. But, so yeah. you do faster and, and, then and so, more precisely. But yeah. And then you have more time Still. to actually use that information and work on top of it. Mm -hmm. Be creative. Do the analytic thinking on top of it. So... Um, what we are doing today, we have every two weeks a moment where we sit together on marketing and each one of us should say, what is the problem that I have? And how can Sci, we have Sci Library, which is creating prompts that will help us improve our work. Right. And we have people in different stages because it's easier or not easier in, in, in different areas uh, in marketing, but we have areas that we're like with designers. Uh, we have the whole AI campaign, uh, the, the designers and creatives team, Laura, Grant, they are using AI. It changed the way they work totally. So Grant came the other day and said, well, I don't think we need to have stock images anymore. It's quicker if I just prompt my own images and I get exactly what I want. Tim is saying that he does, like if he wants to have a flying elephant before, like going jumping from cloud to cloud. So is that, is that true that this new campaign, all yeah. the images were, were uh, created by using AI? Yes. So we, the, the, the campaign, is the structure of that, the position, the advertising positioning of that campaign is uh, we have a problem, solution, Stefanini did it. Problem, solution, Imagine a problem, solution, Stepanini did it. So we use real cases from our clients. And then once we, we interview, we talk to the clients, we get the information about it, then we're gonna create images that voice the images, the film. So everything was generated by AI. Uh, the script, the idea was worked in, with the, the house, which is one of our agencies in-house. They helped us to create the concept and the idea, the creative idea, but the execution of the video cases, the explanation of the cases was done with our internal creative team. The script together with our writers, so Kate was the one leading in how to tell these stories. It's very important to uh -huh. tell the story in a simple way. No, not, don't overcomplicate it. What was the problem? How we got to the solution? We did it. We have more than a discussion, 15 years, 20 years of experiences with AI. Uh, but we, we are using all that experience to solve our clients' problems. And this campaign is beautiful because it's simple, goes straight to the point. Uh, when we are talking about using AI, uh, we see that a lot of our clients and prospects, there is a, a relationship between love and hate. 
with, the, with AI. Everyone knows that you need to start using and adopting AI, but how? And it seems so complicated, it seems so confusing, so I need to use it in a simple way. So we are, with this campaign, trying to demystify and show that it's simpler than it looks and, it, and, and solves your problems. So when we, we also, it's important that we make that simple when we communicate. So Katie was able, together with Leo that we work, to put, to listen to the client, listen to our experts or our SMEs that worked on those cases and capture the essence in a simple way. Then give that script to the creative, to Laura, Tim, and Grant, and they put that in a beautiful way that in 30 seconds, you go, I got it, it's oh, actually you, simple. So now you're, I was thinking about making, asking you this question and, and you mentioned. So think about that, that piece of creative, right? Once we, okay, we define the strategy, problem, solution, with AI, we did it, fine, once then. Once you captured all the information from the cases with our clients, now you have a work that needs to be done to produce the marketing material. Um, can you give us an idea, at least a ballpark, uh, what was the time required to produce this with AI and how would be the time required to produce the same material you know, back in, a, back in a day there was no AI available. Just for the, the audience have an idea how, how the acceleration goes with AI. So when we're talking about films, there is a, first of all, there's uh, things that doesn't exist that mm -hmm. you can do in, with AI. So you could imaginary things that doesn't fly together, elephant flying over the clouds. So that would be 3D and computing. And that right. would take months of rendering, months of rendering. Then you have uh, things that we, we have a literary studio, but we would hire, have to hire a production house that would do external filming because we don't have that ability to do it in-house. We have to talk to people or to use images and to create images, but we don't have a, a team, that 10 people, a crew, that's filming, and then you have a film director. It's the whole bulk of a production house going or external. Or you buy an image from one or of Or you buy an image, but then if you're telling a story of our clients by itself, I need to follow what the story of the client. I can use references, yeah. but if I'm talking about a, a production line of a car production line or the Amazon that I'm having, so uh, I would have either to buy to put together. So the quality is something also totally different, the AI campaign. We can produce, like we normally do produce, very quick videos that are very simple that we produce in half of a day. But then with the quality of what we produced, we, we have the ability with AI, we don't need external productions, shooting external uh, uh, production days. We don't need to be rendering for a month or asking for the 3D or 2D studio. We would have to hire a production house. We would have to hire to do on the same quality because we wouldn't do it in-house. In-house we do it, several films like we do it, but it's not the same quality, not the same image and perception. So the, gain, the gains in, in speed and quality and are like- cost, too, also. In cost is bananas. Brutal, so oh. brutal. If we would have to do some of these films that, uh, that demand to have external and then demand to have a 3D and a studio, they would take a month or two months to do what we did. And also the learning process, because the team was doing it in a week. 
-hmm. the first, second, third film. Then you learn different tools, because they don't use just one app. They use a combination of apps, and they generate an image here. They put it in a, like Tim was explaining, they have, uh, we do it every for four seconds, 24 frames, and then you add 20, uh, like the four seconds and four seconds to build. So they editing, so it's, uh, they have, they orchestrating, they also, guiding and creating with their own hands. Mm-hmm. If Tim does or Tra- Laura does or Grant, Tech Grant does, it's totally different film because they have different views and yep. creativity on top of it. But they, they now they're doing it in three days, right, Tim? I think it's three days of film. Yeah, initially so, so a week. So we're talking about something that, okay, like uh, in a ballpark of uh, 30 to 45 days now it can be done in three in to three five. Yeah, depends on yeah, how much you, you learn. times. Yeah. And then things that you wouldn't be able to do cost-wise, if there's some, depends on the idea. So it allows them to open their creativity and way more. It makes things possible. Yes. yes. From a cost-wise perspective. Yeah. On the creative, yes. But yeah. we, we, that, that's for the creative. But we can use for so many different other things as well that we're doing with market research to research clients' profile and then yeah. do a social listening in the market to see what our clients and versus our solutions, what is the best combination. So we have Satish and Soprana doing intelligence reports so much quicker. And then, and then, of course, you work, you, you mentioned some of the, the folks on your team, but you work with everybody. You work with the... Uh, marketing teams in Brazil, in yes, Hatam, yes. in EMEA. We work globally, every region. Okay, all right. And everyone is using, now the new the new case is going to be done by Brazil for the applied AI campaign. Mm-hmm. So they already start working on, uh, on the same tool. And we're training each other. So yeah. we're already teaching whatever one region or someone learned and improving because we're constantly improving and learning every day. So we're teaching each Just other. Just for the people that are imagining, oh, what the, they're talking about. So how, where they can find the, the the videos of this campaign imagine oh they're all on our website okay. and uh, also so go YouTube. to stephanie.com stephanie.com then you're gonna go to applied AI cases and you can see or you go to artificial intelligence and then you can click in artificial intelligence how many see. do we have there how many cases we already, already have 10 at least right Ten Ten at Ten. Least. Ten. my my you know my favorite is the Amazon yeah, one me too. That's so beautiful That's yeah. so beautiful uh, we 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 played that in a big big screen in a hotel in Sao Paulo two weeks ago during our uh, kick sales kickoff global sales kickoff uh, in Sao Paulo and everybody was like the I I could see the you know the jaws falling the people are like you know uh, clapping because of the Amazon you know, too it was crazy really yeah. really crazy okay beautiful Carla. Um, just to wrap up this, right? Uh, we 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 talked about AI in the marketing. We talked about marketing in sales. We talked about how everybody together protects the brand and and nurture the brand and make sure that the brand is is solid and reflects a, a message. I love the way that you put it. You look into a brand and two or three. Um, things should come to your mind immediately, immediately. And, and and I think it, it when when you when you accomplish that something important was done from a from a brand and a marketing perspective. Um, does Carla use AI in her personal life? Oh, all day. 
all day long. <laughs> I use from searching scholarships to my daughters with the best fits <laughs> to what I need to do it for uh, home improvements, anything, or questions or doubts. Yes, yes, I even downloaded my app. I love technology, and, but I love to be creative. I think one of the things that I, I think we, we need to highlight is how to merge and to differentiate ourselves is the use of technology with creativity. What can you do new? What can you improve? The use of technology just by using technologies, you have to look. My dad used to say there is a, my truth, your truth, and the reality are three different things. So I always look at your truth, so, and then I look at what is his truth, and how can I actually do it? So those are different things. And creativity is what makes life exciting. Okay. Um, thank you. Thank you for... for you know, sharing your thoughts, sharing a little bit of your, your, your personal life. Um, so, um, here you got folks, Carla, the twin sister, you know, the twin, uh, mom, uh, the marketeer, the, the cook, and you know, many, many other things, right? The driver, she loves to drive. I know that <laughs> yeah. she, she drives very well, even in the, in the Michigan snow around, etc. Uh, thanks, Carla. I, it was. I had a lot of fun. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank All you, right. Spencer. Bye. Bye. Bye, folks. Bye.